0: All right, call me into
1: order. Welcome to the Queen Anne's County Commissioner's Meeting. This is a public hearing that is being aired live on our local cable television station, QAC-TV7. These media broadcasts provide county citizens an opportunity to watch and review our scheduled public meetings. In addition to our live audience this evening, we are providing remote options for citizens to watch our meetings. Citizens may watch our meeting live on our Queen Anne's County website at qac.org slash live or on our television channel, Breeze Line Channel 7, and High Definition Channel 507. We acknowledge everyone's participation, and by attending, you acknowledge that this session is both recorded and aired. Press and public comment will be taken and is limited to three minutes per person. If you care to speak, please sign the sheet on the information table here in our meeting room. Comments longer than three minutes uh, can be submitted in writing for the Commissioner's review. So we will now stand and be led in the Pledge of Allegiance by Commission President Chris Corcorino. Oh,
0: yeah, you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands,
2: one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: All right, folks, uh, I am Todd Mon, the County Administrator, and we have our your county commissioners here at the front head table. Uh, just going down the line here, we have Commissioner Jack Wilson, Commissioner Phil Dumino Commission President uh, Chris Corcorino, and Commissioner James Moran, our at-large commissioner, and uh, I believe uh, Commissioner Steve Wilson will be absent this evening, so he is unable to attend this evening. Um, so this evening we have a short uh, presentation that's going to provide a high-level overview of our FY23 proposed county commissioner's budget. We have many, many more details on our website if you want to get into the deeper uh, details of the budget. And uh, the link is shown up here on this uh introductory slide. I would encourage anybody that uh, wants to get into the the details to please visit that. There's a wealth of information, all of our work sessions, uh, various drafts of the budget. So you can refer to that information there to look at the the details. Uh, Following the presentation, we will be taking uh, and receiving public comment. And then the commissioners are going to make some closing uh, remarks. So, uh, And we will be here after the hearing closes if there's anybody that wants to ask any specific questions of any of the commissioners or the staff that's here this evening. So with that I'll begin the presentation so if the commissioners want to uh, take a seat out front so they can watch our presentation for the third and final time this year. This is our third budget presentation this year. We always enjoy coming up here to Sudlersville. It's a great venue here at the school so it's great to see everybody here in the audience as well. Okay, so uh, just to give a brief introduction of our FY23 budget, uh, our objective is to continue to provide sound financial uh, management, providing responsible public services to all of our residents here in the county. So our budget reflects the recommendations from our Spending Affordability Committee. Uh, We have complied with our policies on debt management. We maintain a healthy rainy day and revenue stabilization fund reserves. We use our fund balance and PAYGO funds to reduce our proposed capital debt, and our proposed FY23 capital budget reflects a bond sale this year of $7 million, which is the lowest bond issuance the county has had in, uh, issued in over 20 years, and this will effectively lower our overall uh, debt burden by about $2 million next year. Our budget is also consistent with our AAA bond rating here in Queen Anne's County which is uh, uh, the best rating on the eastern shore of all the counties. We're very proud of that. Here are a couple of uh, quotations from the rating agencies that we work with. Uh, The first one is from S&P, Standard & Poor's Global Ratings. Queen Anne's County has demonstrated resilience in our economic and financial profiles through the pandemic. With our overall credit profile supported by an active, forward-looking financial management environment, we expect uh, the positive operating results demonstrated over the past decade to continue. So we're extremely proud of that. Uh, In addition, Fitch has said that our AAA rating reflects strong revenue growth prospects from a growing property tax base, a manageable expenditure growth, and a demonstrated ability to reduce expenditures during economic downturns. Again, we're the uh, top on the eastern shore as far as our bond rating goes. Our tax rate for FY23, both will remain the same. Our property tax rate is 84.71 cents per hundred dollars of assessed value. Income tax rate will also be the same as last year at 3.2 percent. Our overall budgeted growth is just under 10 percent, which a 10 percent increase over FY22. In FY22, we had a budget of 156 million. Uh, Our budget next year, FY23, is 171.4 million. Our budget last year was a bit conservative due to the uncertainties from the pandemic. So that's the reason for a little larger growth there. Our revenue stream uh, is comprised primarily of income tax and property tax, which makes up 85% of our overall budget in terms of revenue, income tax. Revenue is projected to grow by 12.4%. Property tax revenue projected to grow by 4.2% over FY22. A little about constant yield. The constant yield rate represents the real property tax rate for the upcoming year that would otherwise generate the same amount of revenue that was generated in the current year. So as assessments increase, the constant yield rate decreases. So assessments are up this year, so our FY23 constant yield rate is 83.32 cents per $100 of assessed value. So constant yield is slightly lower than the current tax rate proposed of 84.71 cents per $100 of assessed value. So the current rate as proposed results in revenue which is $1,157,505 more than, than what the constant yield rate would generate. Now, a little history over the past 12 years, the constant yield rate has been higher than our tax rate for six of those years and lower for six of those years. So over that time period, our property tax rate has remained steady and constant. This slide shows the real property tax rates across the state of Maryland by county. We are the yellow bar, which is the uh, fourth lowest in the state when you look at all 23 counties and Baltimore City so we are we are happy to report we are on the very low end of the property tax rate throughout the state of Maryland FY 23 budget highlights uh, going through these our Board of Education leads off we fully funded the Board of Education's request this year despite some uh, declining enrollment due to the pandemic Uh, We funded them at $1.2 million above their maintenance of effort and we just learned that the MOE came in a little bit lower so we were actually $1.5 million above the MOE this year. Uh, Public library service expansions we're proposing this year and a new mobile library system. Our budget includes funding for new employee recruitment and retention actions. The addition of an EMS crew to provide enhanced services to the South County region, additional paramedics and EMT positions. Volunteer fire company allocations increases for a total of $205,000. We're increasing uh, and adding snow removal operational logistical programs for pretreatment with salt brining and GPS technologies for our snow plows. We have funding for the Cantoneros beautification and grounds work in our Cantoneros area and we have several historic preservation projects including our historic Circuit Courthouse in Centerville, the old Centerville High School, which is now the administration building for the Board of Education, and we're doing some um, work on the old Crumpton building, the Crumpton Elementary School in Crumpton to preserve uh, that structure as well. This next slide shows the proposed revenue uh, on a pie chart, just to give you a kind of visual perspective of uh, the revenue sources that we get. You can see the blue sector is income tax at 40% and property tax at 45%, which are the main uh, income or excuse me revenue sources that we receive for our overall proposed budget uh, of 171.4 million. This next slide shows uh, the actual uh, numerical values for all of the revenue sources by type. I'm not going to go through all of these, but you can see uh, property taxes and income taxes lead off the top there uh, with uh, 74.9 and 68.8 million respectively. The third largest is our uh, combination of our recordation taxes and transfer taxes, which is about midway down. That's coming in at about 13.4 million uh, next year and uh, followed by uh, our highway user revenues, which is projected to increase as well over the next several years with uh, some new state legislation that was passed this year. On the expense side of our budget, this is a similar pie chart that shows how the money is uh, allocated to our various uh, departments and agencies. Uh, Again, the large blue sector is the uh, Board of Education at 37%. That and is by far the largest uh, sector and uh, expenditure that we have followed by our public safety group which is detention center and emergency services. Public works at 8% and we have a series of other outside agencies in a group there at 16% which we'll talk about a few of those shortly. Now we have a series of charts here that show the actual uh, dollar amounts for each of the the county departments and agencies and some of these are grouped by um, Various categories. The first grouping is our county administration group, which includes our county commissioners, our new uh, information technology department, human resources, our QAC TV7 folks here, community affairs. They come in at um, an overall budget for FY23 of 8.4 million. The next grouping is our community services, which is our Department of Aging, our housing and community services, and our LMB, Local Management Board, at 3.2 million. Planning and zoning at 2.4 million. Public safety, as I mentioned, detention center and emergency services at 18.8 million. Public works at 13, just under 14 million, and that includes our roads, our animal services, general services, solid waste. Parks and recreation at 6 million, just just over 6 million, which also includes our golf course on uh, Route 8 and the uh, Bay Bridge Airport giving us a subtotal for general county government of uh, just under $53 million at the bottom there. Then we have our Board of Education, uh, $64.085 million. That's our single largest allocation. And here are the other agencies on this grouping. We have uh, the Sheriff's Office, the Fire Protection and Rescue, Chesapeake College, the Free Library System here, Health Department, Social Services, to name a few, at uh, $27.2 million. Here we have a few uh, other categories. Uh, Our debt service, which is broken down by the Board of Education and the General County Government, at $13.2 million. And then some other expenses for General County Government Insurance benefits and uh, local grants at uh, 14, just over $14 million. Here are some budget enhancements that we included this year. These are expenses that uh, increased over the prior year. Uh, Again, the Board of Education leads off, which is now, as I mentioned earlier, $1.5 million over the MOE requirement. Animal services, we increased by 200,000 for medical services and animal care supplies. Our free library, 525,000 to help fund the Settlersville branch and to increase the county-wide library services. Health department at 317,000 to include funding for community health outreach services. Department of Emergency Services: We're including the LEOPS retirement system for paramedics and EMTs at 600,000 for recruitment and retention. 392,000 for the addition of the EMS crews. Uh, for the south county regions. Detention center 289,000 for new correctional officers and additional equipment. The volunteer fire companies uh, additional 244,000 for volunteer emergency services allocations. A drug court coordinator for our circuit court system and $102,000 local allocation increase for Chesapeake College. On the capital budget side, we have a capital budget proposed for FY23 of $47.4 million. A few highlights here, Board of Education, just under $10 million for a new central office building located uh, uh, near the Vincent building there in Centerville. The Queen Anne's County High School roof replacement, a current uh, central office building um, renovation for windows and doors where they're currently located for the historic preservation project. Roads capital projects, we have about $3 million for roads, including a $550,000 allocation for the Queen Anne's High School parking lot. The uh, YMCA senior center at $2.8 million. historic courthouse renovation at $2 million. the detention center expansion and renovation at $1.8 million. $1.4 million for information technology to fund additional public fiber, infrastructure and uh, IT hardware. million funding for uh, capital equipment at parks, artificial turf design, field design and landscaping projects. $600,000 for public safety network for emergency services, $625,000 for local capital allocations for the volunteer fire companies and a new dog park and public restroom facility at uh, White Marsh Park. A few additional uh, capital budget highlights, and these are primarily enterprise accounts. These are not uh, typically funded by tax dollars. First is the South Kent Island Sanitary Sewer Project, phases two and three at 7.3 million, which is strictly all loans and user fees that pay that. Public landings, uh, all grant funded, um, 1.8 million, including the dredging of the Cantoneros, the airport runway rehabilitation, 7.8 million. Uh, 5.8 of that is grant funding, Blue Heron Golf Course, the Front Nine Greens rehabilitation, $500,000, and a variety of public road overlays and utility system preservations at uh, $2 million. Our capital budget funding sources for FY23 include uh, $5.3 million in PAYGO, $10.5 million in grants, uh, as I mentioned the bond sale of $7 million, operating funds of $600,000 and capital fund balance at $13.3 million and other funding sources again uh, loans and um, user fees at $10.6 million. Okay so wrapping things up here this is our six year capital budget and there's a lot of information in detail on here I'm not going to go through all of this but our rating agencies love to see this it's it gives us our strong triple a rating because it provides them a uh, perspective of how we plan and allocate uh, funding over a five years actually a six year time horizon the first column is fy 23 and we have five planning years uh, beyond that so uh, it gives us an opportunity to adjust and plan our resources going forward and make sure we can hit all of the important capital projects we have in the county uh for all of the agencies and on the left hand side of the chart there all of the agencies are listed including very uh, several outside agencies, but this includes all of the, uh, departments, uh, administration, general services, emergency services, planning and zoning. So it's very comprehensive. And, uh, this, this does change, uh, year to year. Uh, but the, the first column again, is the projects that we have planned, you know, for this year in that chart. So, uh, a few important upcoming dates. This is, as I mentioned, our third and final, uh, public hearing on our FY23 budget. We are here at the lovely Sellersville uh, Middle School. We will potentially have a final budget work session if we need that on June the 7th. And then we will be planning to adopt the budget and set the tax rate on June the 14th. So that concludes the presentation this evening. And uh, we can ask the county commissioners to come on back up. And um, if you haven't had a chance to sign up <laughs> I do have one of the sign-up sheets here now. Um, Actually, if you don't have to sign up, we'll make sure anybody that wants to provide comments uh, can do so. Yeah, it's here somewhere. There you go. There you go. All right. So um, I think uh, the commissioners maybe wanted to make a few remarks. I know some folks are here from the uh, library board, so we wanted to maybe say a few words about that.
2: Yes. So um, now that we're in North County, um, as the North County Commissioner, uh, I appreciate our uh, Sellersville people traveling up to uh, South County, Mid-County. Um, and I said tonight we would uh, actually explain what we've kind of talked about, what we've milled over. But first, I want to say about the Crumpton School, because I also see another face in the crowd that may be interested in that. Um, the money for the crumpton school is to get the outside to the point where it will not deteriorate anymore um, get it waterproof leak proof dress it up so that we can finally find some kind of a use for it we've been down several roads trying but been unsuccessful in covid we were really close uh right before COVID on one for a nature school which i thought was a great fit there but uh, unfortunately that fell through so i want to get that one out of the way now as far as the library um As commissioner for the last six plus years, I've been approached three different times to look at the Sellersville Library and and bring it under county control, find out how much it would cost, back and forth. So I did my research and luckily we had the history lesson on the library and and where it started and how it got to where it is today, which is great because it filled in some blanks for me. One thing I do know is that the library is an integral part of the town of Southernersville, the incorporated town of Southernersville, which makes it a tricky situation when you're dealing with it from the county standpoint because technically we don't have governing uh, abilities of the incorporated towns. That being said, there's always kind of been, I felt, in my time as Commissioner, kind of a disconnect. Well, hopefully, we can bridge that disconnect and never have to broach this subject again. And my suggestion, or my plan I'd like to put forward to my fellow Commissioners, is that we will take the Sullivan Library stipend, which I believe, everything I've heard, is $65,000. Right now, we earmarked $225,000 in the budget for it. So I'm proposing to use the $65,000 putting that into what we call the tax offset for the town because the town does it, or is supposed to, under all the charters, fund the library through their budget. So this would give an avenue to fund it every year. It would not be dealt with as an outside agency. It would always be in the budget as $65,000 for the Sellersville Library. The other thing that gives you is the ability as we know costs go up. If it's in the offset, every year we go back and we do an offset hearing to where the town can come to us and say you know, it, it's costing more to do this. They have the ability to go to the commissioners, whether it's this group of commissioners or 20 years from now commissioners. They always have that ability. So I think it just strengthens the bond between not only the town, the library, but the county as a whole to finally do something that should have probably been a long, long time ago. But until you get to a situation where you can actually approach that way and do something that makes sense, I think we're here today for that. And as long as my fellow commissioners agree with it, I'm putting that forward tonight as a solution for that.
3: Well then, at that point, I guess what I'll do is I'll make a motion to uh, do what he just said. And in, in, yeah, Institute uh, Jack's brilliant idea on how to fund the library. Um, going, forward. going forward.
2: And I will second.
0: Okay, got a motion a second. Any further discussion? All those in favor say aye.
2: Aye.
0: aye. Any opposed? No. All right, four in favor, one absent. Yeah. Now we'll go to the uh, public comment. Dr. Salins. So, good evening, Patty Salins,
4: uh, 385 Hensley
5: Drive in Queenstown. Is my mic working? You can pull it
1: down.
6: Okay. There
5: you go. go. So, I come before you again um, just to emphasize our great partnership that we have, to thank you so much for. The monies that you have put through for our roof um, in need at Queen Anne's County High School and the paving there as well. Um, The board office project, which is a huge project and well needed and kind of overdue. So we really appreciate the support there. Um, We understand the costs are rising and continue to rise. And there's some unknown factors, but you continue to support us regardless of what those unknown factors are. And I think the biggest thing is, is that Um, coming in at 1.5 million dollars over our MOE is um, something that is very valuable to us and I can't share my appreciation enough Um, without that we wouldn't be able to do um, the deserved enhancements for benefits for our staff members and they've had some tough times here and we really appreciate that support um, and all the other little things you do from <coughs> adding into, you know helping with homecomings and proms and things like that to after-school programming um, we just really appreciate the partnership and I can't thank you enough so thank you thank you Sharon darling
3: I think we've left her speechless <laughs>
7: Uh, I'll tell you again, my name is Sharon Darling. I reside at 103 Maple Lane in Barclay, and I am the president of the Southersville Library Board. Uh, You were gonna hear me again tonight to tell you about the history of our library, but I'm not gonna do that. I am gonna wing it, hopefully. Uh, I just have to tell you, thank you so very, very, much. The ladies that are back here, we, as I told you before, we are a very passionate group of women that think we our library is just so very special. I said last night I made the comment, and the lady sitting back there in the blue shirt came from her daughter when she made the comment about going into our library was like going to grandma's house. You're loved, you're cared for, you're appreciated, and you're even sometimes most of the time are fed. Uh, our library staff does that. They make you feel like that you are really loved and they appreciate the fact that you come in there and they will do anything they'll ask you. How's Aunt Sally? You know, because we are a small town library and I know you saw with the sheet I gave you last night, we're just not in Souttersville, we're throughout the northern end of the county. And we have a patriot that I said last night that passed away, she's probably been a patriot, she was probably for about 72 years, she had been a patriot of the Souttersville Memorial Library. So we thank you and we look forward to being able to work together to keep our library as an independent town library. Thank you so much, guys. I really do appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Brenda Schmidt.
4: So I'm Brenda Schmidt. I live at 140 Schmidt Lane here in Sudlersville. And I'm going to kind of wing it, too. Um, what I said last night has you know, changed slightly based on tonight's announcement. And I have to say I'm really, really thrilled. Um, I'm probably going to get emotional like Sharon <laughs> did. Um, but um, I'm a board member of the Settlersville Memorial Library, and um, I was here to talk about preserving our library as an independent public library. And That's going to happen, and and it's wonderful. Um, I do want to read a couple things that I had mentioned last night um, that we're very passionate about preserving our town library um, and preserving the history that it represents. It's a part of our Eastern Shore tradition. We're a small library, but we're unique, and we're entirely driven to serve the needs of our patrons. so we know our patrons, our regular patrons by name. We um, deliver books to our homebound patrons. We provide all kinds of services. Our librarians, Bonnie Sheltz and, and Tammy Short, are, are here. And they love our patrons. And, and you can just see it in, in all that they do. Um, and just for the benefits of our, our listeners and, and the viewers, I'd like to list a, a few features and services that the library offers. Um, we want people to come um, from all over. We're open for everyone, North County, across county lines, across state lines, um, we, we'll, we'll serve everyone. Um, we don't issue library cards, um, but we do uh, need you to open a free account with us. Um, our collections include books on uh, fiction, nonfiction, young adult and children books, Christian books, Spanish language books. Um, research reference books, as well as audio books. Um, we don't have uh, digital ebooks. We do encourage our patrons to get a county library card and to use those services. And once you have that card, you can access that from everywhere, anywhere. Um, we do have events for our, our kids and patrons. We have crafts for kids, paint nights, um, petting zoos, Halloween parties. We give out candy and we love to see everyone in, in costume. Um, we have Wi-Fi, we have public computers, we have free ancestry.com, And we are open on Mondays and Thursdays in the afternoon. Uh, students can come in after school. And we're also open on Saturdays. Um, you can learn more about us at our website, uh, SuttlersvilleLibrary.org, or follow us on Facebook. Um, I, I think that's where my prepared remarks will stop <laughs> and again thank you so much it just it's just very thrilling to hear this thank you so much
0: kathleen Lyons.
7: good evening my name is kathleen Lyons. i live at 212 brick house drive in queenstown and it sounds to me like you're hearing a lot of thank yous tonight so i bet that isn't at every budget hearing kind of thing for you. So I'm here to say thank you as well. I represent the Board of Trustees of the Queen Anne's County Library. And we want to thank you for consistently seeing the library as a treasured public resource that serves our community and for providing the funding that through the years that recognizes that Queen Anne's County continues to grow and change and allows the library to grow and change with that. So thank you very much. Thank
0: you. All right, that is everybody on our list. Is there anybody else who would like to say anything?
6: Dick. Good evening. My name's Richard Smith. I reside at 122 Queryl Run Drive in Centerville, Maryland. I'm also the current uh, school board president uh, currently for Queen Anne's County. I'd like to thank you guys for what you've done. I know everybody's been thanking you and everything, but I condone what Dr. Salen says. It's been a good partnership with us. I feel this past year, we've made a lot of strides to get things I think the biggest thing we do is communication and I think that's something that must lead your strength and hopefully it does it with us we can communicate because if a citizen has a problem or an issue if they understand both sides of it you can come to a reasonable conclusion and I think that's shown this with our budget hearings through can Island, Centerville, and up here um, I think the county's in good shape. I think Jim and I served on a committee, I forget what, 10 or 15 years ago (laughs) when we weren't in such good shape. And there were some uh, tough decisions made then. Uh, So uh, it's good to see this. I think there's a lot of foresight. We've come through something that has been different for everybody. And uh, I think this has helped us a lot. I think it's a good group. And I think uh, I look forward to working with you guys over the next year and our staff with the school board. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Absolutely. As long as you're still going to say nice stuff, otherwise, okay.
7: (laughs) No, we just want to invite everybody to come to our library tonight when this meeting is over with so you know what it's really all about. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Anybody else? All right. Well, then then we'll close the uh, public comment for the roundtable, Commissioner Moran.
8: Well, uh, you're right. Uh, it, things, things are a lot easier when, financially, the county isn't strapped. And for the last, I've, I've been a commissioner now for nine years, and what Dick was referring to is we were on the Spending Affordability Committee, where we had to take, you know, I had emergency services, and we had to cut our emergency services a million dollars. We had to uh, cut the Sheriff's Department and our volunteers just to get a balanced budget. So, uh, you know, Queen Anne's County has come a long way in 10 years, 12 years, um, and, and I'm proud to say that the gentleman I serve with uh, is, a, is a main reason of why we're, we're in such good shape. Uh, you know, so, you know, we, we are driven by the fact that, you know, uh, all of us are family oriented and all of us are fiscal responsibility I hate to use the word Republicans because Democrats are too, but uh, you know that's that's what we 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 want to see Queen Anne's County. We want to see the amenities. We want to see the good schools. We want to see you know uh, people being having options, things to do, you know. So I mean that's it's it's what our mainstay is, and our number one priority is the safety of the county. And and I think that this year's budget reflects a lot going to the Department of Emergency Services to enhance that with another. Uh, 24-7 crew coming on board uh, we're gonna need it so you know uh, the, the thank yous are greatly appreciated uh, there were times and uh, I think Phil would know him uh, you know when, when we were in here and there was a lot of yelling and screaming going on so you know uh, I just I, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this and just gonna close by saying God bless Queen Anne's County thank
0: you All right.
3: Um, so a couple of things, real quick. Um, th- those were some dark days in our county back in 2011. It was our first budget cycle and, and the outgoing commissioners had left us you know, in a, a deep financial hole and there were some very difficult decisions that needed to be made. So fast forward to where we are today, um, we're in much better shape and, and we can do the, the, the wonderful things for our, our citizens that Jim was talking about, um, upgrading parks and and putting together a a retirement package for our Department of Emergency Services so we don't lose them to other counties. Um, I want to thank Sharon and her group of friends from the library for the passion that they have to fight for something that they truly believe in. Um, uh, And then at last, certainly give Jack the accolades to come up with the plan that,
2: that made the whole thing work. So good job, buddy. Um, you know, echoing what Jim said, uh, you know, you, you, you go through, especially if you're in business, you know, you have tough times and things like that, and you rely on your employees, you rely on the people you work around. Um, and honestly, I don't think I could have picked uh, four better employees to work with than the four gentlemen I serve with. Um, do we agree on everything? No. But the one thing we do do is we communicate, we talk, um, we try to do what's best for the county as a whole. You can't, you're not going to please everybody. Um, I was told early on in this job if, if I didn't make every single person in this county mad at least once, I wasn't doing a good job. So um, I think I've succeeded there at least once or twice um, and look forward to continuing to do that. But, uh, you know, when we come up and, granted, we all have jobs, we all have lives outside of being commissioners, but we really do take it seriously and it's something we wake up every morning and sometimes get calls in the middle of the night like when the tornado struck. Ken Island, you know, you get a call at 3 in the morning and a tornado just hit Ken Island and we're out of bed and, you know, we're up there to see how the citizens are impacted. Um, It's all those little things like that. You know, they always say being a commissioner is a thankless job, but it's really not. When you're doing public service, you're not looking for thanks. You're out there because you hope some day somebody's going to come behind you and and have the same passion for doing that public service job as you do. So, and I think, like I said, that's one of the things that makes it great serving with the uh, other four that I serve with. And Todd Mon is our administrator. We all have that kind of passion, and we're not looking for the accolades. We're just, you know, it's nice to see smiles on our citizens' faces. And and you know, based on the events of the last day in this country, we should be very thankful of where we live. And um, you know. God help us that anything ever hit on our doorstep like that. So.
0: All right, well, uh, I guess you guys already said everything. Yes. Not too much to uh, do other than I, I want to actually thank all the, the my fellow commissioners, not just for my time serving with them, but for the time that they served before I was commissioner, because they did the hard work ahead of time. I got to stand on their shoulders with the work that they had already accomplished. Um, in getting the county in the physical condition that it's in now where, you know, the services are running, roads are getting paved, um, we're not raising taxes, you know, and, and that takes a balance. It takes a lot of work. Um, Jack, the solution you came up with for the Southern River Library today, that's just an example of how we try to make sure we're listening to citizen input and then say, okay, the citizens have a problem, how do we fix this? What can we do to make this work and, and find a fair balance? and we do that throughout the year when citizens come to us with issues Um, and i think that that's speaking for itself with the silence that you hear tonight on complaints because we are being proactive about that so please if you're watching and you have issues you know reach out to us throughout the year and we will be there to listen to what you have to say and if there's something that we can fix we'll do it and if we can't we'll tell you that and tell you why you'll you'll get an answer that's for sure um i'll
3: make a motion to adjourn and i'll second
0: All right. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All right. Thank you, everybody.